Hello and welcome to your Red Friday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, December 24th. Now, we're okay. I mean, we're, listen, we've got we've got plenty of bodies and guys that want to play. and So that's how nothing has really changed. Uh, we just we plug the next person in and here we go. You know, it's kind of how we're rolling right now. It's nearly impossible to plan for a COVID outbreak in the NFL, but as the virus spreads across the league, the Chiefs have been hit especially hard this week. Just as the Chiefs were finally finding their stride and they go on a run to overtake the top of the conference, they're all of a sudden shorthanded heading into Sunday's big Week 16 matchup against the Steelers. While the Chiefs did get Josh Gordon, Willie Gay, Chris Jones, and Charvarius Ward all back from the COVID list, we're still awaiting the statuses of Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Rashad Fenton, Kyle Long, Lucas Niang, Nick Bolton, and Armani Watts. It's already been confirmed kicker Harrison Butker is unvaccinated and he will not be available on Sunday meaning relatively unknown kicker Elliot Fry will get the nod for the Chiefs. On the Steelers' side, starting inside linebacker Devin Bush is on their COVID list, but injuries seem to be more pressing to Pittsburgh with defensive end Chris Wormley and tight end Pat Fryermuth still out of practice. Yeah, so, Pete, we've, you know, we've gone through this for two years now, so um, you know anything's possible and we get it. And the next guys, you know, we've got to be ready to go. There's, there's a, you know, they've given us opportunities to replace people with, with the, the number of practice squad and elevations and this and that. So, you know, we, we just go next man up and, and roll and hope those guys get better. I mean, it's, it's the same way on the other side with the fellas, Pete, they, they've got to stay prepared too. Uh, they don't know when they'll test back in and, um, and so they've got to be ready to go that way too. So, you know, it's a it's a crazy thing that's uh, in motion, fluid, uh, as you'd say. So we just gotta just gotta hang with it and make sure everybody prepares themselves and ready to play. The Chiefs could face an unfamiliar situation on Sunday if both wide receiver Tyree Kill and tight end Travis Kelsey cannot suit up. The future Hall of Famers have both managed to be largely available for the Chiefs throughout their careers, and that makes this game especially tough to predict if they are both inactive. It feels like an even bigger problem given the fact that Hill and Kelsey are coming off a game in which they accounted for 22 catches, 339 yards, and three touchdowns. That offensive output carried the Chiefs in their most important game of the season, that TNF win over the Los Angeles Chargers. If both are unavailable, they'll undoubtedly need one of their other pass catchers to step up, and that's something we've been looking for all year anyway, and we're already in Week 16. There is still optimism they'll both clear in time for Sunday's game, but if that doesn't happen, it's truly uncharted territory for Kansas City. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, those guys have gotten a lot of reps with me and just within this this uh, offense in this league. Um, obviously, it's a really complex defense that we're facing, but they've played it a couple times even before I was here. Um, and um, so for, for me, um, as long as they're – they're healthy, they're safe, and, and they've passed the protocols and they're back. We'll throw them right back in the offense and uh, they'll be able to take on the roles that they've always had. At least Patrick Mahomes didn't seem 
all that worried about Hill and Kelsey not practicing when he met the media this week. If Hill and Kelsey are able to clear COVID protocols, Mahomes thinks they've all had enough time together where they should be able to go without any practice reps. And someone important happens to agree. Well, if you know anything about Travis and you know anything about uh, Tyreek, you know, they may they're, they're out of the building, <laughs> but they're, they're part of every meeting. On top of that, I guarantee you, those guys are doing something on their own to make sure that they're in tune to what we're doing. I'm sure if those guys can run, they're on somebody's treadmill running right now within their homes, they're on a bike, doing whatever they need to do to get ready. So my concern is just making sure that they're healthy to come and play, okay? If they're healthy to come and play, we know what they can do and what they'll bring to the table. These guys have been a part of our system now for a number of years. They will be ready and prime if if that opportunity presents itself. Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy was optimistic about Hill and Kelsey being able to step right in if they do, in fact, get cleared before Sunday. And Bieniemy has good reason to be optimistic. These are two Pro Bowl players once again this year, yes, the 2022 Pro Bowl teams were announced on Wednesday evening, and the Chiefs had six members of the team make the roster. We just mentioned the first two in Hill and Kelsey, but add Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, and Orlando Brown Jr. to that list. One name that clearly didn't make the cut there was standout rookie Creed Humphrey, who was one of eight Chiefs alternates for the game. And I know what you're thinking. They're going to be playing in the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, I mean, the confidence I have is that he's done it before. I mean, he's been able to go out there and produce at a high level in this league. Um, and so he still has the talent. He still has the work ethic. Um, and now it's about it. Now it's about just going out there and getting more opportunities. And so uh, um, hopefully we, we were able to get Travis and Tyreek back. But if not, I, we have other guys that will step up and uh, kind of take on those roles and in part a receiver there, a receiver there, running backs, tight ends. Um, and we'll find a way to try to make up for that production that we're missing. So from pro bowlers to a guy working to get back to that pro bowl level, Mahomes there discussing wide receiver Josh Gordon. Chiefs fans have been yearning for Gordon to have some kind of impact since signing with the team in late September. Kansas City admittedly brought him along slowly, and now we've seen his snaps rise a little bit over the last several weeks. This could be the game finally where Mahomes really has no other option but to force feed Gordon in the offense. We'd also expect bigger roles from CEH, Byron Pringle, and McCall Hardman. If the Chiefs hope to keep hold of the top spot in the AFC, they'll need at least one of these names to show up big for them on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're prepared if that happens. Um, I mean, you can't predict it. Uh, we went this long uh, without it. And so now we're kind of working through it. And uh, you see different teams going through these stretches where that happens. And, um, you know, that's kind of where we're at. So I, I don't know what's going to happen going forward. The Chiefs have been near the top of the NFL in terms of player vaccinations, and that's about all you can do to combat COVID-19 at this point. Outbreaks continue to happen across the league, and sometimes the team that has the best depth is going to be the team that wins. COVID is not going anywhere at this point. And as Big Red has said, you can't really predict when these things will happen. Forever, he's preached, next man up. Well, now it feels like it's the case more than ever before. 
Yeah, I ain't gonna tell you what I did, but uh, <laughs> he's he's an incredible player, man. Uh, TJ is is definitely one of the best, uh, you know, in my opinion, man. He should have been defensive player of the year for the last two years, but Aaron Donald does what he does too. But uh, man, TJ is an amazing player. He plays with uh, an effort unknown to mankind. Uh, you know, he's very skilled at what he does, very precise with uh, the way that he attacks your hands and uh, has a really good feel for the game of football, man. He's somebody that, you know, very rarely are you able to just keep him off a stat sheet. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. So, uh, you know, and I, I, like you said, man, I played on my first few years in the NFL and I mean, bro, he's an amazing player. If there's one thing to feel confident about heading into Sunday, it's Orlando Brown Jr.'s experience against Steelers star pass rusher T.J. Watt. Watt has made his case and a good one to be the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year this year. He's been a great pass rusher over the last two seasons. He currently leads the NFL in 2021 with 17 and a half sacks, and he's done that while battling injuries throughout the entirety of the year. Brown's gotten plenty of reps against this particular star from his time with the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Steelers and fans in Kansas City are hopeful that gives the Chiefs an advantage on Sunday when they see the Steelers again. You know, it sucks, man, because the last guy, you know, who, who, who wants to be out is Chris. Um, that boy want to be out there. You know, that's a football player for you if, if it ain't one, man. And um, I know last minute, you know, you plan to have all your guys around going into especially with Chris being so um, instrumental into the pass rush and those different type of plans. You know, it's hard when you go through the whole week and you have a guy who's included in everything, you know, related to scheme. And um, a guy like that's out, yeah, you can say, yeah, step up. Yeah, we need the next guy to step up. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, just respectfully, it's no player that's going to be able to step up and fill the role of a Chris Jones. Um, you know, they can, you know, try their best and get her all. You know, that's literally what you can expect. But, um you know, having a guy like him back is going to open up a lot of things. I know it'll open up a lot of things for me. Um, you know, try to get this slide off me a little bit. You know what I mean? Try to, you know, have Chris move outside or something like that to take on the chip block. I don't know, man. We're just going to have a little bit more fun. My boy is back now. As we mentioned at the top, Chris Jones has been removed from the COVID-19 list, meaning he will, in fact, be available in Sunday's contest. Remember, he missed last game against the Los Angeles Chargers and was tweeting away. If Hill and Kelsey aren't available for the Chiefs, they'll be asking a lot from the defense. Jones's absence stood out on Thursday night football with the front struggling to create pressure the way it has in the second half of this season. So assuming Jones is in no way hindered by his stint on the COVID list, he steps into a huge spot for the defense to carry this team. The Steelers' offensive line is one of the worst in football this season. Add in the fact that Big Ben isn't exactly nimble these days and we'd expect you to be picking up some of those big macs on monday if you know you know right here on the arrowhead drive for red friday december 24th happy holidays to you and yours if you enjoy the arrowhead drive please subscribe to the entire arrowhead pride podcast network and while you're there please leave us a rating and a review Coming up later today, it's another edition of Show and BK on the Chiefs as BK makes his grand return from his honeymoon and the boys preview this Chiefs and Steelers matchup coming up on Sunday. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. I'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.